If you wonder about the birds and the bees, just tune in to some Frank and Beans. And I'm proud to be an American, where at least I know I'm free. And I won't forget the men who died, who gave that right to me. And I gladly stand up next to you and defend her still today. But Welcome to Frank and Beans, the podcast, everybody. Frank and Beans, the sex and relationship podcast. (laughs) Where I'm Beth. And I'm Brian. And I have never been more proud to be an American. No doubt. It feels so good. Like, finally, just like, exhale. Oh, my God, Brian, for the first time in my life, I did not even think about the president at all today. Well, for the first time in four years. Out with the bad. Oh, so, so good. So good. <sighs> I can finally, like, relax the tension in my shoulders. I know, mm. right? I know. It feels so good. So, America, that was more than seven seconds, but I think Lee Greenwood would approve. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> <laughs> He's yeah. like, girl, play that shit. I've never been more proud of that song. Right. Or to yeah. be an American. Plus, you know, with all of our retakes, we've just made him millions in his royalties. We just had to restart this like 17 times. (laughs) One of which Brian ruined a really great sound effect, but it's okay because I fucked up too one time. It's fine. We'll continue. We will. We'll keep going on and on and on. We will because we're Americans and that is what we do. Persevere. Mm Mm-hmm. 100%. One hundred percent. Yeah. Um, even though that's not a good segue into dirty talk. You had a great episode. segue earlier. We lost that too. Maybe you can find a way to tape it back in. It is on that first one. Mm, yeah, but I didn't save that first one. I so. saved the first one on the champagne pop. Yeah, but you don't have my audio on your first one. Oh, you're right. Uh, anyway. Well, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, any Anyhoozle. Last episode was about Dirty Talk, and if you have any uh, questions about that, you can go ahead and listen to that episode. Yeah. I mean, you can go ahead and verb that noun. Verb that Wink. noun. Well, verb that noun, girl. <laughs> you better verb that <laughs> noun. <laughs> oh my God, this is so funny. Or yeah. squeak that squeak, <laughs> as Dutch was uh, contributing to the show. He's now tuckered out, so I guess that's yeah. good. I think part of the segue was he was uh, playing with his toy very loudly, mm. and um, yeah, now he's just tired. So I guess that uh, <laughs> fifteen minutes or so of fuckery just bought us enough time <laughs> to not have him making sound effects in the background. So. Um, but if you loved all those sound effects from Dutch, then you could leave us a swell review. And, um, yeah, so you can do that on, uh, iTunes is great. It really helps the show out. You can do it on mm-hmm. Facebook, Stitcher, hopefully pretty much wherever you're listening to this. So just take a second. You can do it while you're listening to the show. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. You can do two things at once. You can. And I think you should do two things at once. You should. Like, literally right now, we're going to stop talking until you go and do it. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. We're not. Uh, but, we're watching you. But, <laughs> but, no, maybe the telescope guy from across the street from me is watching you. But... <laughs> Um, which by the way, just as a quick update, my friend did bring a telescope over and he's like, let's fucking do this. <laughs> like, <laughs> he wants to telescope in here. Let's do it right back. I was like, fuck yeah, this is gonna be hilarious. Um, anyway, but if you feel like a review just isn't enough and you want to buy Dutch a new toy so that he can make more noise on the show, you can become a Patreon sponsor. Yeah. yeah. And, for, and his- for as little as, go ahead. <laughs> as little as $3. Pop. You can pop <laughs> champagne like Joe Biden just won the Super Bowl. Absolutely. Or you can just get a good, good old-fashioned beer crack. Yes, you could do that, too. That would be fine. Um, but, yeah, for as little as $3, you can sponsor the show. Uh, for more dollars, you can get cool swag like T-shirts and pens and stickers and all kinds of good stuff. Yeah. So get your little behinds on there at www.patreon.com slash Frank and Beans, all spelled out and lowercase. So, mm-hmm. yep. Or if you just have a show idea and uh, you want to tell us about it, or if you just want to tell us how proud to be an American you are, you can email us at fnbpodcast at gmail.com. That's the letters Frank November Bravo Podcast at gmail.com. 100%. Also, don't be afraid to DM us on Facebook. Yeah, get in them DMs, girl. Get in them DMs. Um, I feel like a lot of people just don't email anymore. Right. And I don't think we've ever invited people to get into our DMs. So. That's true. Let's do that. Let's do that. All right, Beth, are you ready for the Fuck Yeah! News Story of the Week? Fuck Yeah! Fuck Yeah! News Story of the Week! Fuck Yeah! News Story of the Week! Right on. This one is huge. So and big. not with a Y. Yeah, not huge. It is huge. It's not huge. It's huge. Delaware Democrat Sarah McBride becomes the nation's first ever transgendered state senator. USA! 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 100%. That is phenomenal. You so progressive. Like, how many firsts are we experiencing girl. this year? You go, girl. You go, girl. Like, how many how many firsts are we experiencing at the end of 2020, the shittiest year in oh, fucking history? the shittiest history? year ever. But guess what? We have the first female coaches in the NFL ever. We have the first female officiant in the NFL ever. Mm-hmm. We had the first female and person of color vice president elect ever kamala harris i am like i have been ugly crying for two days no that i mean it's huge for two days (laughs) so yeah this was a this was the first of many many really important wins politically after this election so sarah you go girlfriend for sure. And not only did she win, she won 73% of the votes. Yeah. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, there's no recount there. Yeah. <laughs> you know? There's no voter fraud there. Like, 73%, no. you kicked ass, girl. Hell yeah. You got it. I mean, yeah. It's so great. Mm. 
so many. No. Girl, put your shoes on. There is glass everywhere. Okay, there's glass yeah. everywhere. The ceiling is shattered. It's gone. Right. It's gone. 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 Oh, so fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. We don't have to go too much into that one because... We have just ever so much else to talk about. (laughs) And this week we decided is the most appropriate ever topic, relationships and politics. Mm. Mm. One of the things you're not supposed to talk about on the first date. Right, right. I mean, (laughs) yeah, so I guess it's good that we didn't do it on our first date with you unless this is your first show. In which case, welcome to the show. Consider your cherry popped. (laughs) But... You know, I've wanted to do this topic for a while, but uh, honestly, like, it's just never been more appropriate than it is this week. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I know that I personally have had to really practice a lot of treating people with grace who do not think or feel the same way that I do that I love, you know? Like, sure. my dad and I, we are just like, maybe we just are just not going to talk for a while. <laughs> like, yeah. Because this is a very sensitive, very personal. And, you know, when it comes to your romantic relationships, it's a big deal. And, and, oh, definitely. I mean, I, I don't want to bring sports. Yeah, I'm going to bring sports into it. Like, we've talked about, you know, the Cubs fan and the St. Louis Cardinals fan. Right. I'm like, like, Brian, this is freaking beads. We bring sports into it. <laughs> <laughs> Right? This is a Bears fan and a Packers fan. Not going to happen. It's a Chiefs fan and a Raiders fan. Like, that is not going to happen. Ever. Ever, ever. Right. So, you know, now when our country feels more divided than ever, the topic of politics and relationships has become a deal breaker for some. And I feel like it has been since, I mean, for the last four years and before that election. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, no lie for me. Like, this has become, like, a definite deal breaker. Um, But Mm -hmm. interestingly enough... Um, I mean, okay, so I would say, and this is, this is me being fair, right? I -hmm. could date a conservative Republican person. However, Mm -hmm. I could not ever date a Trump supporter. And they are two very different things. And actually one of my ex-boyfriends who I'm still friends with said to me today, Something to the effect of, you know, like, congratulations, like, you know, I'm sure you're really happy right now. And I'm like, yeah, I'm sure you're really not. And he said, Beth, you forget, you can be a Republican and still be happy that Donald Trump lost. And I was like, you know what, that's a very good point. Mm -hmm. So that is a very, very good point. And I said, that was very shitty of me to just, like, think that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, Yeah. I was like, you can still hit it. No, I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, uh, in fact, New York City matchmakers said that their top two deal breakers from 2016 to 2020, you want to guess what they were? Well, I can read them. Well, you can read them. (laughs) But, I mean, did you already read them or not? I did. You did. Okay. So, never mind. I I just assumed you weren't reading it because normally you don't. Um, (laughs) Normally you like to be just as surprised as the audience with what you're about to say. Right. (laughs) So, the two deal breakers, top two deal breakers from 2016 to 2020 were smokers and Mm -hmm. Trump supporters. I mean, not alcoholics, not hard drug use. (laughs) Not Not joblessness, um, not living with my parents. uh, uh, (laughs) No. Not like, you, not fitness or general health or overweight right. or 
Yeah, so if you are an obese heroin addict who lives in the basement of your parents' home, you've got a better chance than a smoker and a Trump supporter. Yeah. Oof. There's still hope for you. So you're saying there's a chance. There's <laughs> a good chance. You, you could, didn't make the top two. You could have voted for Kanye West, and there is still a better chance for me <laughs> than a lot of dudes. <laughs> Millions boy, oh of dudes, boy. as it turns out. <laughs> right. <laughs> Also, in a recent survey from Dating.com, they found that 84% of singles said that they will not even consider dating someone with opposite political views. That's huge. That is so with a huge. With, with an H. With an H. It's an H, yes. To with be an clear. H. <laughs> Capital H. Um, and also, 67% admitted to ending relationships due to opposing political views. Ooh. Whoa, I remember last election uh, when I was working at the hotel, had a front desk uh, agent who she was very much a um, Democrat Mm -hmm. and her boyfriend was very much a Republican. And it was like that was about to tear them apart. Right. Which kind of makes me hate politics even more because we don't need another way of dividing (sighs) people. Honestly, yeah, especially in relationships. (laughs) But I think when it comes to a relationship... You know that going into it. And if you can't handle it, mm-hmm. like, again, you know, I could handle someone being a conservative. Like, I've dated conservative guys before. But sure. I also, there's a huge difference between, like, conservatives. I can remember politics not being, like, that much of an issue before Donald Trump ever entered the arena of it. Sure. Do you know what I mean? Like, if somebody was like, oh, I voted for Mitt Romney, I don't fucking care. That's great. Good for you. Whatever right. your thing is, you know. But it's not such an enormous statement to say, like, oh, I voted for Mitt Romney, as it is to say I voted for Donald Trump. Right. Do you know what I mean? And see, I've heard pe- yeah. And I've heard people say, like, I voted Republican. I didn't vote for Donald Trump. Which yeah. is kind of, you know, a backwards-ass way of saying it. But I can understand that better than, like, I have four Trump flags flying off of my lifted truck. Uh-huh. Um, Along with the Confederate flag. Like, that's... <laughs> did, I, did I send you that meme that Kathy sent me? Where it's like... It said, like, it's not my fault if you didn't have enough flags on your <laughs> truck for your president or for your candidate to win or something. That's your bad. Like, oh, God. <laughs> so funny. So funny. Oh. But, yeah, I mean, I, like, I can get to where you... You stick to a party, their views match your lifestyle more, but, you know, anyway. Anyway. But dating across the aisle is actually more common than you might think. Again, I think this goes to like before this particular election, but 30% of married households contain a mismatched partisan pair. Mm-hmm. A third of those are Democrats married to Republicans. The other are partisans married to independents. Interesting. Yeah. Also, men are more likely than women to date someone who has a different political party affiliation than they do. And that makes sense. I feel like men are a little more... Like I... It's like, dudes, you don't have as much at stake. So you're like, I don't give a fuck. Just let me get in that. Well, right. I mean, like, men will do some stupid things to 
get laid or whatever it right. is. You know what I mean? And women are like, ugh, if you voted for Donald Trump, there is no way my vagina is letting you inside. It's just right. And that's when you say you voted Republican and not for Donald Trump. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Um, but yeah, I think that makes sense. I think men are a little more, I, I don't know, we're, we're more geared towards sex than all this other I stuff. I would say you're probably more willing to lie about it than a woman is. Yeah, that's, that's a good way of putting it. Or downplay it, or downplay it, you know what I mean? Yeah. That yeah. could be a part of it, too, where you're like, oh, yeah, baby, I don't really care that much. Right. <laughs> Let me see those movies. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense to me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we do get in little arguments, and we'll come up, we'll we'll wrap it up with that, because I feel like we probably, I don't want to say do that the best, but, like, I think we have a very good, like, resolution to it, you know? Okay. Okay. So, what if someone has no opinion, or they aren't politically interested? Kind of like me. I mean, I've kind of played would, that role for a little while. Yeah. And... I would say as long as I've known you before, like, even just the last, like, year, like, you're just like, mm-hmm. oh, I just don't really care. But I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that you're not allowed to vote, so. Well, that's a <laughs> good point. Um, but then I found out that I was allowed to I vote. I know. So there's that. Like, thank you, the great state of Kansas, right. for being a little bit cool about that. Right. Like, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so it says that 35% of singles say their date, say their date, uh, not having an opinion on key issues is a problem. I can totally understand that. I can. Yeah. I would definitely say that that's like, I'm almost honestly, like, I just want someone to care. You know what I mean? Well, and I'm kind of surprised that only 35% say that. Yeah. Well, and I think that not having an opinion I think is if you, an issue. If you break that down between men and women, it's probably totally different. Mm-hmm. So, like, I would say it's thirty five percent on the low side because more dudes probably said I don't really care. Whereas, yeah. like, a lot of women are like, "Yeah, I do care because I really care." And when someone's like, "Oh, I don't really care about politics," that almost—and I hate to say this—and I know it's going to sound terrible—but like, when someone says they're not interested in politics, it almost makes me second guess their intelligence level. That's fair. Or okay. their or their general compassion towards other human beings. I think I that's mean? a better point. Yeah. Um, that's a better point. Because, you know, like, I don't understand how someone can see everything that is going on in the world today and how, you know, just disproportionately so many people are treated and how, you know, like, you know, the biggest thing for me is like, okay, I was just saying this to someone the other day. I was like, how someone can be like, well, my 401k is more important to me than whether or not someone lives or dies. Yeah, good point. I'm like, hey, maybe like maybe your 401k is like not as important as like maybe we could just like let kids eat. Like maybe kids should just be able to have enough to eat. You know what I sure. mean? And maybe right. maybe instead of being like, oh, well, maybe their parents should have tried harder when it's a fucking kid who has no control over what their parent does, like hey, maybe we could just make sure they have enough to eat no matter how fucking awful their parents are. Right. Which, by the way, is probably an extra reason they probably deserve to eat or, like, be taken care of. Because someone else is not taking care of them. And instead of maybe just being like, well, fuck that kid, it's not my problem. 
Like, maybe we could just be like, hey, you know what? It is my problem because they're a human being who well, deserves see, that's the thing love that I and think compassion. That, absolutely. And that's the thing that I, I think the last four years have, have has shown everybody, yeah. most people who are willing to look at it, is that we've lost <sighs> that compassion. We've lost that, you know, how's my neighbor We're doing today? We're not human beings anymore. We're animals right. who only care, like, well, not me and you, but you know what I'm saying? Like, so many people have just shown that they're complete animals and they don't care about whether someone else lives or dies literal lives or dies in some cases right and look at and coronavirus I, I, look at fucking yeah. police brutality look at kids who are starving or don't yeah. have health care like it is life or death to some people and people just turn a blind eye like they don't care like it's not their problem but you know yeah. what like what they forget is like it takes all kinds it takes mm-hmm. all kinds Every little thing that someone else does, you may think that their job or what they do is above you, but you need them too. Right. You need a hospital orderly making $8 an hour, you know, like you need a guy that works at McDonald's if you want to go get your fucking coffee in the morning or your breakfast biscuit or whatever. Like people (laughs) forget like, you know, it's like, oh, well, maybe they should have tried harder in life. Or maybe you need people that do jobs like that too, because- they make your life easier. So maybe you could just like do a little something to make their life better or easier. Yeah. Like, Say why, good morning. Treat them with a little bit of respect. respect. Tell them thank you. Why wouldn't we all just want everyone to have it easier? Right. You know what I mean? Like it's just right. that simple. It's that fucking simple. So when someone yeah. says they don't have an opinion, it makes me think immediately, I don't care about other people. That's fair. I feel like that's a good assessment. Yeah. So, you know, what about, Brian? Mm-hmm. I know your family doesn't really, isn't really hugely political minded. <laughs> Mine, on the other hand, pretty much, <laughs> very much so. But what yeah. about what our families think? Or what our family thinks about whether or not our significant other agrees with them? Yeah. Um, and that's interesting. Um, my parents are, I mean, they probably voted for Trump. Right. And like voted for Trump, not voted Republican. Right. They voted for Trump. Right. You know. Yeah. My dad, I will go on record, guarantee my dad voted for Donald Trump. Like he yeah. loves that guy. But my dad's yeah, a and, fake sometimes. <laughs> so, but you, you know, the thing that got scary to me was like just the fanatical Trump supporter. Right. Like no matter this what is... he did, and like he could literally be like, drink your own urine, and they'd be like, yeah, drink our own yeah. urine. Yeah. It's like. You know, and they, I, I mean, like, the way that football fans are football fans, and they get fanatical about it, you know? You know, like but, Nazis. Right. Right. Like actual fucking Nazis. I mean, it was just, it's it's insane. But, you know, I feel like with Trump, he gave these people, if, if he's allowed to say that these racists in North Carolina, or where was that one with the, um, the incident with the... Uh, Tiki torches. Oh, South Carolina. South Carolina. And he, I, I remember I was buying tiki torches for the pool like right, the week after like, that. And I'm like, like I don't know how I feel here. about this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I, I feel about this. I remember you being like, are we allowed to buy these <laughs> I was like, it's okay. <laughs> but he called them like good good people or good. Uh, what did he? Oh, he said there are good, good people on both sides of the argument. No, there is yeah. no argument. 
Racism is fucking wrong, okay? Right. It's wrong. Right. It's wrong. And he was saying he said that they were upstanding citizens or some bullshit. Yeah. And it's like, ugh. Oh, cool. You just gave these people a voice that says if I'm racist, I'm okay. I'm allowed to be. And I should be. And I'm okay. And I'm endorsed it's by okay. the fucking president. Of the United States of America. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Well, in general, it turns out 36% said their parents and family would care if they married someone from a different political party. Hmm. Which is interesting because, okay, yeah, like, I know that my dad would give a shit about, like, who I married and whether or not they were in it. But you know what? My dad also understands that I am not in the same, I do not align myself politically with a lot of his values. Yeah. Not values, I would say... With some of his decisions politically. Because mm-hmm. we both understand that we love people and, you know, we want the best for society and all of that. But at the same time, his idea of how to get that is very different from mine. Right. Mine is just like, hey, maybe we just be nice to everybody and make sure everyone has enough to eat. And his are like, you need to force people to pull themselves up by their own bootstraps, even though we... <sighs> enslaved them for hundreds of years and like yeah, did not provide them with proper education or tools for success to in less than a hundred years be equals in our society oh yeah by the way we also didn't give them equal rights until like 50 years ago so right. <laughs> and the fact that they're just not uh automatically as rich as you dad i know is a wonder it's just so how could that even be right why don't right. they? What's a, what about? Oh, don't get me started on the. What about black on black violence? It's like what? Oh, what God. are you talking about? <laughs> That's like dead. You should get a crown on your tooth because you're having a heart problem. Like what are you even talking about? <laughs> or no, like right. or because somebody else is having a heart problem. Like <laughs> That's really more what it's like. Oh my God! It's just like holy shit. Anyway. I'm kind of glad to see that it's only 36%, not higher than that. Right. But that number is still way too high. And I would like to see what that number was 30 years oh, ago. Oh, I'm sure it was insanely high. You know, because I would say the same thing. My parents, they they would have nothing to say about who I married and what their political views were. Right. But 30 years ago. Oh, yeah. Big time. Like their parents, it was. Yeah. Uh, Shit, sorry, drop my drink. Okay, anyway. Okay. <laughs> Got a little too excited about that one. Okay, so also, speaking of family, this begs mm-hmm. the question, if you and your partner are not politically on the same page, and you are someone that, if you're a married couple, and you decide you want to have kids, how do you raise those kids? Yeah, that's a good question. And I almost feel like we, we should have mixed religion and politics in the same episode because i feel like these are the same topics and same talking points and i i think you just have to like i would raise my kids to like you said look out for other people Mm -hmm. step up for those who are underprivileged and don't have the means of or the privilege to accomplish what you're accomplishing Mm -hmm. and help them up Right. One thing I learned in the army that it still sticks with with me today is like never look down on somebody unless you're picking them up. Right. Exactly. Like, hey, you know what? We have plenty of resources in this country, and maybe we could just make sure that everyone has enough, and yeah. that no one is 
hoarding it all in their Scrooge McDuck vault full of fucking gold <laughs> coins. Maybe right. that maybe like the bottom maybe like the bottom layer of the vault could just like go to make sure that everyone has enough. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just don't understand how that's not like hey, wouldn't it just be okay if everybody was okay? It doesn't sound bad to me. Why wouldn't why would you be like one person gets it all cuz you think they worked harder? Donald Trump didn't work harder than anybody. He was a fucking no. born billionaire. <laughs> right. Who he then became not, a slumlord. Right. Who then literally cheated, lied, and stealed his way to the top. And if you're willing to do that, you're not a good person. And you don't deserve and, anything more than anybody. That's how white males in civilization have succeeded for years because they're barbaric savages and they're willing to kill anyone that gets in their path of success. They don't mm-hmm. care if people live or die. And this is not against you, Brian. You know, I don't mean you. But white right. males are the most dangerous animal on this planet. Sure. Look what they did to fucking Native Americans who were like, hey, sure, you can come live here too. Everything would be fine. And they're like, no, it's ours now. Killed right. them all, literally, because they did not care. Well, and, and that brings up another good point. Like, all these people who are like, oh, it's heritage. It's this. It's that. It's the other. Um we need to remove all the immigrants. Motherfucker, like, at some point, someone in your family was an immigrant. Right. Can you not understand you that? of the Cherokee Nation, I don't want to hear right. it. Right. At some point, someone in your family was an immigrant and had to grow up, you know, right. and, and in this type of environment. Uh, it, it's funny because there's, like, a mutual friend somewhere out there who is Italian, who I heard come, it came out of her mouth, oh, this Black Lives Matter bullshit. And it's like, oh, whoa. I, I know what you're talking about. You're, like, your family, uh-huh. at some point in time, was that. Like, there, yep. you know, if you if you watch old movies, and, like, the Italians were not viewed any better no. than than anything else. No. They were considered lazy and greasy and... Yep. Blah blah blah, and right. it's like, can, can you not stop and think for a second that like your ancestors were treated in this exactly. manner once upon a time, and through like people being more open minded and being a little bit progressive and looking out for their neighbors, yeah, and hey, maybe just everyone deserves to live and have their day in the normal, regular legal system, and maybe sure. not take the fast track to the death penalty. Hmm. I didn't know about any sort of express lane unless I really <laughs> wasn't paying attention in seventh grade civics. But as far as I know, pretty much everybody's supposed to get their day in court before they just die. But I mean, I R- could be me. You know, and, and the day that we have, excuse me, that was a burp. Take drink. a drink. I was <laughs> <laughs> Um. The day that the police officers are the judge, the jury, mm-hmm. the, and the executioner, the executioner, the prosecution, the defense. Um, no, that's not a day that I want to see. No. To where you can just kill men or women in the streets or in their own beds fact, as they sleep. Did I show you that whole thing that was like the history of the police department and how it ever even started? No. Oh, it's fucking shameful, dude. I'll have to send it to you. I'll, we'll put it on the Facebook, too. It's wild like basically the police has been just a corrupt 
horrible organization from the day it was like conceived. It's insane. One hundred percent, and it's just revenue generation. But people is what just it think, is. oh, well. No, it's protecting whitey. Is what, like it literally like that's sure. what it is. And then like okay. people whose in political or personal interests are in it. Like, dude, it's. I'll send you the article without getting too far into it. We'll bring it back to kids, okay? But and I think this is the problem: is that you know people have been raising their kids into these ideological, you know, places where like you see little kids running around with fucking Trump shit on, and they're like, "Fuck," you know, right. like liberal snowflake, you know, nonsense. You're building a whole entire society of these people that are just born with hate inside of them. Right. And who see nothing else, and they, because they were raised this way, oh, now it's, now it's heritage. I fucking hate it's that. Like, like, no, it's not heritage. It's fucking racism, dude. And you know, absolutely. you have to be better than that. You have to be better than the circumstances. You know, I grew up very poor. I had every excuse to be a shit human being, but I also like literally. I mean, I'm still a shit human being, but for different reasons. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I make horrible decisions in my life, but I also chose not to like get knocked up and like, you know, like hurt some child's life or become a drug addict or, you know, any of that kind of stuff. Like, you know, so it's like you can choose to live the life that you, you know, like that you were set up for, or you can choose to be a good person. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's what it comes down to. And I think that's the best thing to, like, teach your kids, you know, let them know that, like, hey, just be kind. It's not that hard. It's really really not. not. Make sure the other kids have enough. Sure. You have, you know, if you look at kids at the very basic level, you know, and I bet if you sat two kids in a schoolyard and one kid has a sandwich and the other kid doesn't, it left unattended that other kids he's gonna give that other kid half a sandwich hey you know 100 percent. and regardless of skin color like yeah. it's gonna happen that's and, it, and it's beautiful it's amazing that kids that have that untainted, compassion yeah compassion and love for each other and like like if we could all just go back to that you know it would just mm-hmm. be such a different world and you know that's why it's so sad like this way this is such an important question how do you raise your kids when it comes to politics, especially if you don't agree with your partner, that's how you raise your kids. Just tell them to be kind, you know? Yeah. Although it's interesting because my sister did tell me that um, she sat down with the kids. They helped her fill out her ballot. And my niece and nephew are six and eight. So, mm-hmm. you know, they, you know, she sat them down. They helped her fill out her ballot. And she told them why she was voting for each person and who they were. And like, I'm like, that's really early to, like, get them involved in that process, but, like... But is it? But is it? Yeah. No, like, it they shouldn't under- be. Like... They will understand for the rest of their lives, like, wow, voting is really important. Like, yeah. mom wanted us to know what voting is and why it's such a big deal, like, when we were very little. And, like, mm-hmm. I remember, you know, going back to what... I forget what month it was, where they were having a Black Lives Matter, you know, march in their yeah. town. And my sister has never done an edgy thing in her whole entire life. <laughs> like, <laughs> literally was like, they were five and seven at the time. And she's like, I feel like it's important to teach the kids that, like, this is something, like, we have to stand up for people. And, like, obviously she wasn't prepared to, like, explain murder to a five mm-hmm. and a seven-year-old. Yeah. So she's like, well, guys, here's what's happening. You know, there are some people that are getting hurt 
because of the way that they look and it's not right and we have to go stand oh, I, like I get so choked up thinking about it it's like we have to go stand up for them you know yeah. and my poor little like sensitive nephew is like the most sensitive stole, like soul in the world is like mom we gotta go help them you know like yeah. he just like it was not even a question like he was like so he had so much anxiety mm. over it you know like that's just who he is as a person like naturally you know, it was like when not I, even a question. He's like, no matter what we do, we got to go help them, mom. You know, like. When I, and I think we all were at yeah. some point, but then we had some bullshit uncle or, you know right. what I mean? You, you know, the racist uncle who was like, mm, here's how it really is. Or, you know, maybe you right. have a life experience that changes that. And it's like, it, it's so disheartening it that really so is. many people. Yeah. And I wish we could all have that kind of childish um just like mom we gotta go help them you know like, yeah we gotta go help them there's no there's no questions about it like stop talking mom let's go help them now literally and he's like what are we <laughs> gonna know? do and she's like well we can make signs and we can go down there and we can tell them that we love them and that we support them and we can tell people that it's not right for them to do that anymore and they're like okay so they went and made little signs and like again she's not prepared to tell them about murder but like right. so their little signs said black matters instead of like black lives matter because which is still beautiful which is like. still so beautiful like a five and a seven year old are out there like we love you we support you we know what's happening to you what's wrong you know yeah like literally it's like making me <laughs> so emotional again but like just knowing that oh my god did i send you that video of um what's his name's reaction where he was just like Anderson Cooper's talking to him and he's like, what's your reaction? And he's like a grown man and he's just it, bawling. Like, it's a good day to yeah. be a parent, you know? Like, oh, I did send you that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you did. And he was just like, oh my God, like, I understand how emotional I must feel. Like, Well, and it, it's, it's so huge. And like, I don't think, huge with an H again. Yeah. <laughs> you stop yeah. saying that word. I yeah. need to find a different word. <laughs> I think but you like, just don't put a lot of emphasis on your age, and then you're afraid people are thinking you're saying huge. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> uh, but I mean, I don't feel like there has been a more important election in my lifetime Never. than yeah. this one. And I was fearful. Had this gone the other way? Oof. Like, I live in Kansas City, which is very diverse. Mm hmm. And I know the way that I look. I'm yep. bald, not by choice. I'm white, <laughs> not by choice again. Right. right. But people would, I would probably have... make a, a, an assumption about where you were at. And you're like, no, I, I love everyone. And I talked to Ray Porter about this, our amazing comedian friend. Yeah. He's so he's such a good guy. I've I've fallen into the three-hour phone call trap with him. Oh my god, so I know, many right? Times. <laughs> also, did you hear his joke where he said, "I don't know what Repu I can hear it in his voice saying it. I don't know what Republicans are so mad about. It's not like Joe <laughs> Biden's gonna make fucking your gun illegal." <laughs> <laughs> I was yeah. in tears last. Yeah, uh, he's such a good comedian. Please go check him out. Yeah, P o r t e r. He also sells some pretty nice uh, t-shirts if you want to nice grab one of those. Um, but I was telling him that story of like, you know, Kansas City is diverse as fuck, and I'm worried that people are going to look at me and think I voted for Trump. Right. And he goes, "Well, Brian, in your 37 years of life." You get a glimpse, a little peek at what it's like 
to be a minority. Yeah. To where somebody is going to put a target on you just for the way that you look. Yep. And I went, holy fucking shit. This sucks. Ding, ding, <laughs> ding. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's Like, crazy. that was eye-opening for yep. me. Yeah, for sure. And it's still not, you know, I'm not trying to like, oh, I've lived a life of of a minority. I know what it's like. Right, no, I don't. Right. I and, don't. Yeah. And that's just it is, you know, like as a woman, I get it. You know, like I have my own little micro oppressions that I deal with. Right. But sure. at the same time, like, I mean, I can I, I like I can just see that little bit and know how much it must really suck to suffer like actual every day life and death oppression yeah like this wasn't even a reality for me this was like uh a hypothetical right this could happen right and it it frightened the fuck out of me yeah you know yeah i can only imagine yeah nope i, I mean i can't imagine no i can't either yeah really oh all right anyway beth yeah. what can we do to make it work when two people in a relationship have opposing political views. What can we do? What can we do? <laughs> Number one, we can assume the best in your partner and that they want what's best for humanity. Totally. Yeah. Again, it kind of goes back to like the me and my dad thing. You know, he grew up in a very different generation than I did. So his yeah. idea of how to make society better is naturally going to be very different from mine. Yeah, and that's a good point because, you know, now you're talking about opinions and how people perceive things. And yeah. everybody perceives even the same thing a hundred different ways. Oh, 100%. People, and you know, this is something too, and this is why I try to make myself have grace for everybody no matter what, is because you will never understand what it's like to have lived an entire life in someone else's shoes. You no. have no idea what they've been through. You have no idea who they've met along their mm -hmm. journey that has changed and formed the way that they see things. Mm -hmm. And you will never have been through all the things that they have been through under the exact same circumstances that they have. So right. you have to try to, no matter what somebody feels like, treat them with grace. Unless they're Donald Trump or any one with the last name <laughs> Trump, except Linda Trump. She's amazing. But fuck everybody else. With the last name Trump. Yeah. Period. Other than that, everyone else deserves grace. I agree. Yeah. I agree. So uh, another thing that you can try to do is instead of focusing on what divides you, you can understand your shared values, right? And I like that. I like yeah. that a lot because a lot of times, like, unless you're one of the the party followers like mm -hmm. it's not necessarily saying that like republicans are bad for right. um poor people it's not necessarily saying that democrats are bad for rich people right when, there are sometimes there's there's a gray area and i think if you can understand each other's shared values you right. might be surprised on the candidate that um well you know like okay look at people who are pro-lifers okay right right you have to think that, you know, most of them and, you know, there are always going to be people who are using the shield of religion to for their own, you know, further their own agenda. However, the majority of people who are pro-lifers are probably genuinely loving, caring people who like are like, oh, murder is appalling and that's an innocent baby. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. That's probably genuinely how they feel. Now, the fact that they don't really see the struggles of other people or that, you know, how far that may extend out through that person's life. Like if you're an unwanted pregnancy, then you're talking, you know, maybe your mother had drug issues and then maybe you already started with, you know, like I look at the girl that was just in that recent Netflix special where she started with like, you know, um, with fetal alcohol syndrome and then, you know, Mm -hmm. Her parents just left her basically to her own. So she started prostituting. And then, you know, like the life that she was forced into. Sure. Because of somebody who just, you know, like it's not that she would rather be aborted, but like that's one out of millions of cases of people who was strong enough to overcome those kinds of circumstances. And the fact of the matter is like the system is not set up to let anyone in those circumstances have a happy ending, right? Well, and, and, and that's a great point. And what I was going to bring up was probably like 95% of the pro-lifers mm-hmm. are 100% of the people who are against welfare. Right. So are you, how pro-life are you, and you after know, this child is born? Exactly. And, but instead of, you know, the attacking end of that, you understand that, hey, you know what? You care about and value life very much. So do I. I value that person's life down the road and what it's going to look like. Mm-hmm. And the reality, the reality of what that person's life looks like down the road, both the mother sure. and the child or a mother who has been through rape or incest or, you know, what their life looks like, what the quality of their life looks like just as much as like valuing that life just as much as the babies. And you know, that's where you find the common ground and somebody might say, okay, yeah, you know what? Maybe we agree more than we think. Mm-hmm. Cause we both value life. We both value human life very much. And those are important decisions, discussions to have. If you want to try to come to an understanding. Excuse me. Yeah. Burp, take a drink. Yeah. Sorry to break up that somber moment. But... No, 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 no. It was just, that was what it said. It's just, you know, it's a, it's actually a positive moment where you go, aha, this is how we come together. We understand shared values, which is we both care about human life, you know, right. or we both care about whatever else it is. Like, this is mm-hmm. how you think that you, this is how I understand you caring about it. This is how I care about it, you know? Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Another thing you can do is choose to be cur- curious Instead of furious. I, I love like that. that. I love yeah. that. And learn why they feel the way they do. So like we were just talking. Exactly. You know, with pro-life, why do you feel like if this person, if this this family cannot care for this child, why do you feel like you are, you're helping that baby by preventing an abortion? I know that's a fucked but up way know, to say well, it. No, but you know what? <laughs> At the same time, maybe if you've asked, that person might open up to you and say, you know what? I was almost aborted. And Fair. I feel like my life is very important and I'm glad my, my mom didn't make that decision. Wow. That's something really you can't really understand unless you are that person. Yeah. And if you choose to be curious and figure out why this means so much to you, Instead of just, oh, I can't believe you feel that way. Understand each other. Seek understanding instead of just being angry that they don't agree with you. Right. Yeah. I think that's very important. Yeah. 100%. 
Additionally, similarly to that, keep the emotional reactivity in check. It doesn't do Did you any- say similarly? Similarly. <laughs> they have. Probably. <laughs> that is not a good a, a, not a good word for the for a drunk podcast. <laughs> But, you know, okay, like this is me and my dad arguing about politics all day, right? The emotional reactivity that we both have is not healthy. And that's why we were like, okay, we just need to maybe not talk about this. Because we could Mm -hmm. not talk about it in a healthy way without becoming emotionally reactive. But we are both hotheads. Hotheads. Burning surface of the sun heads, okay? (laughs) (laughs) And so, you know, we both can, we both A, know how to trigger each other, B, feel very strongly about the way that we feel and that we're right and have a difficult time understanding the way that somebody else feels. So rather than getting angry, just keep that emotional reactivity in check. Understand that you're not angry at them. You don't hate them. Right. You just aren't understanding one another and try to just chill out. Wusa. Well, and this is what I was talking about earlier when I said we touched on it later. But like Nicole and I, we don't see eye to eye on everything. Right. And it's it, sometimes it's gotten a little heated. And it's like sometimes you just have to cut that off and say, yep. I'm. we're not going to talk about this. This isn't healthy for um, us to talk about this. Yeah. This is not good for us to talk about this. Right. We can still like each other. We can still have different values and different views. And that's another thing that I want to add to this list is respect somebody else's views. Right. Like just, just because they're wrong doesn't mean that they don't have a, a view or a thought or an idea that doesn't need to be respected. Right. Or, you know what I mean? Again, like, it goes back to that whole you don't know why they feel that way. You can't right. imagine living someone else's entire life. Mm. decades of experiences and things that have happened to them and people that, you know, again, like I think about the people that I know and how much they've formed my opinions on things, you know, Mm -hmm. like the people that I know that are people of color and like how much I adore them and how like the very thought of like something like police brutality happening to them simply because of the way they look makes me so insane and angry like it makes me like worried about what i would do if i ever witnessed some shit like that like i'd be going to jail okay right yeah but at the same time i am my own person i've lived my own experiences somebody may have lived totally different experiences yeah you know up into the extreme opposite of how you experience things exactly so you have to be mindful of that and not rush to anger or hatred because that's the problem to begin with. Right. 100%. Yeah. Um, the next thing you can do is use I statements. Of yes. course, this is good with any type of argument, whatever. I, I feel this when this happens or right. I feel like, you know, not I, the, you're the thing, wrong because you did. Right. Yeah, I don't feel finger this point. way because I, yeah. When Donald Trump makes fun of a handicapped gentleman, I felt this way. Yeah. You know? Yeah. When Donald Trump said, grab women by the pussy, mm. I felt personally attacked by that. Yeah. I felt like I was in danger and anybody 
who has a vagina is now in danger. <laughs> right. He didn't specify who. He just said them. Yeah. So, like, yep. you're all a target. Yeah. So, and don't tell me anything that's taken out of fucking context, okay? Because yeah. I will put my foot right up your ass. Well, I will put my <laughs> noun right up your noun. Um, and I, hate I that. will like, put oh. my foot up the first thing I see, which may or may not be the first ass that happens to be in front of me. <laughs> me. Right. And I hate the justification to that statement of just you just got to grab them by the pussies. Well, it's just locker room talk. Well, would you would you like to hear your son talk that way? Would you like to hear your brother or your father talk that way? Right. If the answer is no, then you should not like to hear your president talk that Thank way. Thank you. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Also, Ugh. everybody forgets that that was, uh, if you're like trying to on out of context or like locker room talk it, um, let's go back to that whole entire statement. You don't want to out of context that because if you're going to take a look at the whole entire statement, it starts with him being attracted to beauty, being mm-hmm. unable to control himself. And because he's a celebrity, he can do whatever he wants, so he just kisses them whether they like it or not. Hmm. And that was that was a statement that was made about... A woman who was married, by the way. Oh, okay. For some reason, I was thinking it was like the Miss, Miss Universe, Miss America. No, that was, this was no? a woman okay. who was married. She said, he said, I, I'm just attracted to beauty. So I, I, it was something about, I did... I, took her and I did it like a bitch. Like it was like, he literally a demeans her by calling her a bitch saying he right. did it anyway. Cause he doesn't care. Uh, or she was married. He has like, she's married, but da- we got to find that statement now. Hold on. Okay. Hold on. You want to go on to the next one? I do. Um, another thing that you can do if two people in a relationship have opposing political views is to recognize their views are unlikely to change. Yeah. I think that's super duper important. You're not there to fix somebody. This is this is true in, in politics or any type of other relationship topic. You're not there to fix someone. You're not there to change them. Right. We've we've talked about that a hundred times before, the bad boys. That's why bad boys do so well is because women are fixers and they wanna they wanna change that. They wanna control that. It's not that's how horrible. That, it's not how that works. Yeah. No. Yeah. I'm still trying to find it. Yeah, I mean, but literally, like, you're not, you know, the fact of the matter is you're not going to change their opinion, you know. People, oh, yeah, here we go. I moved on her. Oh, wait, okay, let me get the full one. Hold on here. Okay, so basically it starts off where he says, like, he said she was married then he says, I moved on her like a bitch. And when you're a star, they let you do it. You can do anything. Grab them by the pussy. Yeah. Oh, wait. Here we go. Here's the whole thing. No, no, it's not. Never mind. Okay. So anyway, we'll find the full thing and then put it on there. But uh, anyway, you get the idea. It's I moved on her like a bitch. What? Mm. Like a bitch, like the bitch you are, Donald. Okay. Um. Anyway, also know your deal breakers. I like that one. That is very, very huge. 
Huge. Right. You see, huge. <laughs> With an H. Yeah, huge. Yeah. And like we talked before, in New York City from 2016 to 2020, <laughs> <laughs> being a, t- a Trump supporter was the number two deal breaker. Yeah. If that's one what of the two. Breakers, we don't even, it didn't even say like number one, number two. It just said. Right. It was, it was smokers, one smokers or Trump supporters. Yeah. They're yeah. both gross. I agree fully with that. <laughs> <laughs> the last thing you can do, and I don't know how much of a fan I am of this because I don't know that it changes. It it will change. If, if these don't meet your deal breakers, try this. Try to consider therapy, especially if you're feeling silenced or traumatized. If yes. you're feeling silenced or traumatized, get the fuck out of there. No shit. You know, but if you're kind of in that gray area, like we were talking earlier about uh, pro-life, pro-choice. Yeah. If you're kind of like, no, I, you know, I like this aspect, but I don't like that. Like, I understand yeah. that. Life and is you a miracle be... and it's sacred, but yeah. who's taking care of this baby? It, it, right. Is this baby born into? You know, I was just talking to my cousins about this today and their daughter is in uh, college and she's very mm. pro-life and she's like hardcore about it. But then, you know, like as her mom, my cousin was like, you know, you say that now, but and these are very they're generally conservative people, military, like career military like kind of family but Mm -hmm. you know she said you say that now but you've never dealt with a friend that had an unplanned pregnancy right and so she's like i'm just asking you to be open-minded because you you know yes i understand that you value human life very much and that's wonderful she's like but until you've experienced the reality of that and that it does happen you know that like you know yeah and they talk to their son about it, too, you know, because they're like, you know, he's 15. He's mm. about to be 16. And, like, he has a girlfriend and stuff. And they talk about that, too. You know, like, it takes, like, girls just don't get pregnant on their own, you know? and Yeah. You know, so they're like, you know, yeah, like, I mean, I think he's probably less, like, hardcore about it. But, you know, like, I mean, the whole abortion thing, I feel like their son is probably a little more, like, of a pro-choicer. But, you -hmm. know, like, you just never know. Like, until you have these conversations with your kids, you're like, you know, like, I love that they are, even though they're a traditionally, like, conservative family, like, she's leaning very pro-life. And they're even saying, you know, listen, just be open-minded. You never know when you're going to have a friend that ends up in that situation, you know, so... No, that's fair. Anyway. That's yeah, that's understandable. And and like you said, you know, we don't know how it feels to be to walk in a mile in these people's shoes when we haven't done it. Yeah, I don't mean these people as in those these people. You know what I right. mean? Right. But like, you know, just until um, you walked a mile in someone else's shoes, have grace. Treat people absolutely. with grace. Absolutely. Yeah. I, and and have compassion towards people. I don't understand right. what the problem is. There's enough for all of us, okay? Ooh. There's enough There's, happiness yeah. and joy and resources and everything that we can all be happy. Yeah. And I love <laughs> it. You see videos now of like people dancing in the streets and... I know. Mm. I literally... Okay. I will... Uh, <laughs> I uh, had some wonderful sex the other day. The other morning. Congratulations. And thank you. Thank you. And I just said, 
You know, if everybody woke up like this every day, <laughs> the world would be a much happier place. You'd be like, man, there's enough to go around. There's enough joy for all of us. Like, let's just all take care of each other and like be glorious, happy, wonderful neighbors. Like, I yeah, it was that good that I literally just like had an epiphany about life and how everyone should just start their day. Every grown adult, anyway, should just start yeah. their day off like a fantastic orgasm and then you know bringing it back to Franken beans is a sex relationship <laughs> the sex is first for full a circle sex is first for a reason so yeah anyway that is relationships and politics yeah pretty good one and I feel like yeah. you could probably interchange relationships yep. and or uh, politics with religion or yep yep and I feel like it's the same thing yep. um because interesting enough, like Nicole and I don't see eye to eye on religion either. Oh yeah, yep. What you uh, mean? She did not join the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster, or the Church of Bacon. Shameful. I mean, shame, 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 ding, shame, ding. Well, you know what? Not everybody can be your bacon ship like I am, and that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Fry your back. Your Lord, you know, but whatever you feel. At the same time, other than politics and religion, we're very happy. See? We don't argue about anything else. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think we make it work. Exactly. So it's possible, is what you're saying. It's very possible. And the proof is in the pudding that, like, you don't have to see eye to eye with somebody on these things. You know, sometimes a little bit of an argument, Mm -hmm. it's, it's okay. It's okay. Could even it's all right a to have. Hot. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they fuck each other for a few minutes and they'll be like, I'm just kidding. I love you, baby. Yeah. It's, it, you know, you have a little bit of an argument. You say, you know, we don't have to see eye to eye. We don't have to agree on anything I, for us to like each other. Let's get a hot one in and yeah. live our lives. Live on with our lives. Yep. Because you know what, and and I, somebody said it recently, and I wish I could remember who, and I wish I could remember the exact quote. I want to say it was Adam Carolla, Adam Carolla and Jimmy Kimmel, who are like lifelong besties for life. Yeah, which is lifelong. <laughs> right. But he says, you know what? Somebody asked him, like, how do you get along? They asked Adam Carolla, how do you get along with Jimmy Kimmel when you guys don't see eye to eye in politics? And he said, you know what? Politics play a very minimal part in everyone's life true you can agree you can disagree like politics are very important but on a day-to-day how much of a how much of a impact does well they're also white males so i guess that's a different story well that's fair (laughs) that's fair fair. but you know he said you know there's there's so much more to life than politics i'm a white cis male at the end of the day we're both white cis males and (laughs) Our lives are going to be fine either way. So, anyway. We're both celebrities. We're both millionaires. We're both it's millionaires, fine. white, cis male. We're going to be fine. We're going to be fine. Doesn't, we don't have to but it was, everything. Yeah, fair. But at the same time, there's so much more to life than politics. True. Don't let, don't let this ruin your life, That's your happiness. True. You know? Yeah. Agreed. Whether you're a white, cis male or not, <laughs> you can still be happy. <laughs> That's true. Okay. Well, you know what? Ryan, not everything is sunshine and roses outside of. <laughs> there are still men on the internet who, wow. Yep. 
you're gonna have to hit me with this because okay, you don't have. I'm still, I'm still all out of them. You're still out of them. Okay, so maybe now we just have one Tinder profile of the week, and it's my segment moving forward. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> okay, well here we go. Oh, are you guys ready to meet Jordan? Yeah, is it with a J? Jordan with a J. He is 48 okay. years old. I don't buy this first statement for a second. Because this looks like a picture of him on some sort of, like, mm, tourist attraction boat. But here we go. Whoa, did you hear the Fast and the Furious out there? I did. So, Tokyo Drift? <laughs> it's Tokyo Drift in Providence, everyone. Tokyo Drift, is that you? <laughs> I will say this. <laughs> I do love living in a city again before we get into Jordan. Yesterday morning... <laughs> I hear it was like the moment in Muppets Christmas Carol when I was like, I flung the window open and I was like, Providence, Joe Biden is president of the United States. <laughs> and it was like, ha, 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 woo. <laughs> like, like, boy, are you there? What day is it? Why, it's Christmas Day, sir. <laughs> it's like, it's, that was just me on a little gas. <laughs> oh, I love living in a city. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Okay. So back to Jordan and his awfulness. Um, okay. Jordan is 40 miles away. He went to St. Mary's College of Maryland. So he's probably more than 40 miles away, but okay. Um, I'm a professional sailor. Okay. But... Mm. Okay, here we go. Uh, it's so hard to say out loud. I love being wet and cold. And I travel what? a lot. He loves being wet because he thinks this is funny because it's a dating site. Yeah. I am I am an adventurous and intellectually inquisitive spirit. I'm looking for someone to share fun with. Yeah, I love that because God, who who likes fun? Not me. I just <laughs> oh, gross. <Okay>. Left. <laughs> I am also deviant. Dot 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 dot. Very. <laughs> very. Dot 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 dot. I drink like a fish, and I find religion. Puzzling slash comical. Okay, I mean, that part is not so bad. Okay. And fair. I was like, okay, maybe, you know, I was like, okay, uh, a little boring there for a second. Also deviant, that usually really means they're super deviant if they're putting it out there on here. Especially sure. by going dot, 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 very. <laughs> Six dots, yeah. Yeah, and then like dot, 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 I drink like a fish, and I'm like, okay, okay, yep, now, now we're, we're in the honesty territory again. I find religion puzzling comical. Hey, me too. Maybe we're, maybe we're, maybe this guy's not so bad after all, right? Maybe. Oh, uh, wrong. Mostly here <laughs> perving on bikini pics of women in their 20s and hoping to blunder into a submissive. Oh. Okay. Yeah. What the Frank? What the fucking Frank? <laughs> this is why I'm forever single, everyone. Oh, man. Yeah. But you know what the good news is, Brian? What's that? There is just nothing but people to crush on this week. I agree with that. And since America almost, I would say, I would say since America 
had the biggest dumping of all this entire week. <laughs> we're yeah. not doing any dumps. No one's getting dumped this week. Except no, Donald Trump. We're all about the- <laughs> <laughs> Donald Trump getting a dump. That was a big enough dump for the entire... I feel like America just took a four-year dump. <laughs> yeah. So because of that, we're not going to do any dumping this week, but we are going to do a double crush. And I love both of these. I especially love the second one. But I should have tell you about. I'm sorry, that's uh, fine. <laughs> um, I am crushing on this first one. And Beth, are you ready to hear who I'm crushing on? So ready. Oh my god, my heart! It's not. It's not pounding right. It's weird. It's skipping beats. Yeah, that's because I'm crushing on Atlanta Hawks. Not only because he's in Atlanta and Georgia, fucking. Rules. Got it. <laughs> Rules right now. Um, Atlanta Hawks NBA star Trey Young. What? He is a he is a point guard, and he delivered box lunches to poll workers at State Farm Arena on Friday afternoon as they tallied up the votes. U.S. That's amazing. U.S. He delivered USA. them personally. He came down there and and gave them to the poll workers. Isn't that fucking sick? That is amazing. Can you imagine? You're just like, oh, God, when will this end? I'm probably going to get shot by a Trump supporter outside. And then Trey Young just walks in with some fucking deli meats. And you're like, what is happening? Hell yeah. What is happening? Thank you, God. Mm. I'm sure I'm not the only person crushing on Trey Young this week. Or the entire city of Atlanta. Right. Or the state of Georgia. Georgia. Please respond to my DMs. Get in the DMs heavily and often, <laughs> Trey Young. <laughs> okay. Trey Young, come get it. Come get any hole anytime. Okay. Um, <laughs> since no one's getting dumped this week, <laughs> I just love saying that. Okay. Um, we're just extra crushing on um, pretty much everyone named Dave. Uh, for starters, everyone on SNL this week, including Dave Chappelle and Dave Grohl for the best NSL, SNL ever. I said NSL because I'm like ready to get back to football. <laughs> <laughs> SNL, Saturday Night Live. It was the best episode ever. Dave Chappelle. Holy shit. Well, you remember four years ago, Dave Chappelle mm-hmm. was the host. Do you remember that? No, I don't. So after the 2016 election, Dave Chappelle was the host. Mm-hmm. So now they had Dave Chappelle come back four years later to a much oh, nice. happier fucking tune. And yeah. do you know who they had as the musical guest? Uh, was it? Dave Grohl and the Foo Fighters? Uh, yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. It was. I watched the... Dave Chappelle, 16 minute monologue. So I don't know what the Guinness Book of World Records for SNL oh, monologues so, is, yeah. but that was amazing. Oh. And it brought me to tears. A, crying, then laughing. Yeah. Then crying, and then laughing. laughing. Then crying, then laughing. And he was saying exactly what I was saying oh, a couple of minutes ago about how having a target on your back yep. because of the way that you look. And that fucking struck me. That was. Mm, the lightning came down, it hit me, and it was yep. like, fuck. Dave Chappelle, like, yeah, what we almost got a glimpse. We almost got a glimpse. And then he goes in more into, like, here's why you didn't get a glimpse. Yeah. Come get these lessons. You know, like. <laughs> no, my favorite. Oh. My favorite. <laughs> my favorite ever 
was why did he get it? No one's asking why he got. It. He was walking around like he was seventies dick raw dog in the United States of America. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, I should not have taken a sip that entire fucking thing because I was just like all over the living room. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah! Thank God for wood floors. Okay, yeah, but anyway, yeah. And, and just that monologue is available on right. YouTube. And my goodness, if you are a Trump supporter, please watch that. I think it will change. It will literally some minds. make you feel some type of way. Yes, and it will. And then Dave Grohl will also help you feel some type of way because he is. <laughs> you SNL for making all my dreams come true in one night, in one day, no. in one day. Yeah. After another day of having your dreams come true. I was going to say, what a day. Wait, was that? That was, was in the Saturday. same day. It was in the same day, yeah. Because it's Saturday Night Live. This... They didn't even pre-tape it. That was Saturday Night Live. <laughs> Shit all happened in the same day. <laughs> the same day. Like, yeah. the best day of 2020. Yeah. Boom. Oof. Although, in hindsight, feeling... Dave Roll should have been like, uh, is someone getting the best, the best, the best of you? Are you moving on to somewhere new? Like, America could have been like. America is moving on to someone new. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So anyway, God bless America. <sighs> and um, I just have one little shout out this week, and that is to watch Comics Talk Shit 1123 on Facebook. Look up Kuegenti, K-U-E-G-E-N-T-I. It is a talk show that I will be on that evening. Right on. 1123. So you will be probably... Getting drunk, not with your family, but uh, Thanksgiving. What's Thanksgiving going to be like this year? That's weird. That is weird. What do you know? Yeah. So instead of going out to the bars, since it's not... Well, no, 11.23, I think, is a Tuesday instead of Wednesday night. But yeah, anyway, it'll be the week of Thanksgiving. You'll need some 11.23 is a Monday. It's a Monday, okay. Yeah, so you all got time. Yeah. So anyway, check it out. Comics Talk Shit. And uh, I will be on that. It's a very fun talk show. I like it. Yeah. Cool. I'm, I'm not going to have any shout outs this week. Um, okay. No. If, if I could have a dumping, it would be for both of my fantasy football teams. <laughs> Mine are fucking killing shit lately. Oh, my God. I mean, I'm dumping them because they've dumped on me for nine weeks. I so. mean, my comedian's NWA team, like, it's so funny because, like, Mikey Reynolds is talking shit. He's like, I'm not worried about anybody's team. So Will Hamill is all love. I'm like, oh, why'd you come fucking kiss my ass? Because, like, three weeks later, now my team is just, like, coming and crushing shit. Mm. Don't call it a comeback. <laughs> I've been here for years. Like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah I, I mean, I had I had the teams in 2019, and yeah. 2020, it's a different animal, and yeah, those weird. same players aren't doing the same shit, no. and it's making me mad. Nope. Well, I'm sorry <sighs> for that, Brian, but my team is winning enough for both of us. So it's... Also, like, I'm, I'll am i dump Nick Foles. Yeah, like, give also... me Mitch Trubisky back. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard for me to say I'm sorry. <laughs> it's it sucks so much living in Kansas City, and every single person that sees me wearing a bear shirt, wear a bear's hat, is like, "Oh, 
How do you feel about not getting Patrick Mahomes? Uh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Dude, yeah, why don't you shut the fuck up? Because you weren't shit before you had him anyway. So why don't you be quiet? Right. You weren't even shit with Joe Man- Montana. Right. Don't give me that shit. Right. So shut the up. The last Super Bowl you won was 1965. Right. Why don't you kiss my ass? We got 20 years on you. So <laughs> shut up. <laughs> right. Joe washed up Joe Montana. Right. Yeah, yeah. Them could be started. Isn't he having a erectile dysfunction <laughs> commercial to get back to, or what? Okay. Anyway. Anyway. All right. Well, God bless America, you little Franks and Beanies. And take care and love one another, you little Franks and Beanies. <laughs>